0: and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: This is the American Veteran Show.
0: Proud to finally say
2: these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous
1: national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors. As liberators, dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than one percent of the population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military.
3: The other ninety-nine
1: percent of us, we owe them. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com.
4: Here's Stephan Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show. Thanks, as always, for joining us on this Sunday. A pleasure to have you along. We've got a great show ahead, and we'll go a little bit to the edge. Not to the edge of space, but we'll go out a little bit on the edge and maybe make a, a long leap at trying to connect this with the American Veteran Show. But let's face it when captain james t kirk or william shatner gets to space and of course so many former military members are part of blue origin and and virgin galactic and all of these public private partnerships we'll we'll certainly talk about that as we uh, bring you the show this weekend coming up ahead you'll hear from our friends at comeback yoga they're doing great stuff again and they've got a fundraiser that's just days away we'll hear from kelly wolf the executive director of comeback yoga and, of course, we will look back last week at some of the main stories that took place involving the military and veterans. And this past week, happy birthday, number 246 to the United States Navy. So stay with us. Of course, programs like this, including this exact one, would not be possible without our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson and his team at Boson Law, B-O-E-S-E-N Law, com fighting on behalf of veterans every single day. Their number, 303-999-9999. So, being that we love space on our regular program and on the American Veterans Show, why not kick off with one of the more positive stories we've had in the news cycle in the last few weeks. And we start in West Texas. Minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Command
5: start. 2, One.
6: Has cleared the tower. She is on her space with the second. They are gaining speed on their climb to space. We have confirmed max Q. This is when the ma- the the aerodynamic stresses on the vehicle were at their maximum. for joining us live for New Shepard's second human flight with Audrey Powers, William Shatner, our customers, Glenn DeVries and Chris Bosshausen on board. They are well on their way to space so far. A nominal flight, a clean burn on our Blue Engine 3. New Shepard giving them a beautiful flight to space this morning.
4: So cool from several days ago. And uh, by the way, those paid customers, Paid anywhere in the six figures to low seven figures, and for those of you veterans or active duty, a little bit higher than your military pay grade. Uh, always cool to see them be able to return the main portion of these rockets back for reuse. That was just the vehicle portion Uh, on board. Of course, William Shatner, he's 90, the oldest person ever in space. And they came down, well, in a cloud of dust and
6: the capsule touchdown. Welcome back. The newest astronauts.
4: Pretty cool. So William Shatner, if you haven't heard, was just a little elated after he returned down to Earth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a loss for words? So it's unbelievable, unbelievable, I mean, you know, the, the little things, the oh, yeah. greatness, oh, but to see the blue cover, whip fire! And now you're staring into blackness. That's the thing. The covering of blue is, this the sheet, this blanket, this, com- this comforter of blue that we have around. We think, oh, that's blue sky. And then suddenly you shoot through it. All of a sudden, and so you whip off a sheet off you when you're asleep, and you're looking into blackness, into black ugliness. And you look down. And there's the blue down there, and the black up there, and it's. It's just, there is mother and earth and comfort, and there is... Is there death? I don't know. Is that death? Is that the way death is? And it's gone. Jesus. It was so moving to me. This experience has been something unbelievable. You see, yeah, you know, uh, weightless, my stomach went up. God, this is so weird, but not as weird as the covering of blue. This is what I never expect. Oh, it's one thing to say, oh, the sky and the thing and the fragile thing. It's all true. But what isn't true, what, what is unknown until you do it, is there's this pillow, there's this soft blue. Look at the beauty of that color. And it's so thin.
4: William Shatner there, talking with um, a guy with a few bucks, Jeff Bezos. We've got to do it, even though it's cliche.
7: Space, a final frontier.
1: These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before.
4: Now, you don't get the singing ladies because of time constraints here on our first segment of the American Veteran Show. Now, here is a very good military connection. One of the people watching was former United States Navy veteran and former astronaut. You may have heard of him. He and his twin brother, both astronauts, astronaut Scott Kelly. He watched and you know, really kind of got into the thinking of even though this was so totally hyped, it's actually really good for the future.
8: I I think there's a lot of benefits we get from the space program. And, you know, now we have different kinds of space programs. There's this suborbital, you know, tourism uh, aspect, which may, you know, probably do some science eventually someday, which will be great. Uh, You know, there's the stuff we do on the space station. There's, you know, going back to the moon and Mars and all that has its benefits in in its own way. But I think just the uh, inspiration aspect alone, the um, motivation for kids to study the STEM subjects, because those subjects are so important to our future, to our economy, to national security around the world, I think the space program, what we spend on it, if it was only for that, is worth every single penny.
4: United States Navy veteran and former astronaut Scott Kelly It is a perfect segue into the way we will end this first segment. Kelly, by the way, retired as captain, 25 years of naval service. He flew more than 8,000 hours in more than 40 different aircraft and performed more than 250 carrier landings in his distinguished career. So this in honor of Scott Kelly, his twin brother, Mark, also an astronaut and veteran Happy birthday this past week to the United States Navy. We are back on the American Veteran Show coming up next. Stay with us.
1: Now, back to the American Veteran Show. Here's
4: Stefan Tubbs. Glad you're with us this Sunday on the American Veteran Show. Of course, visit our new and improved website at AmericanVeteranShow.com. If you ever miss an episode or you want to go back, say, a couple of years or a couple of months, you can easily do that again. AmericanVeteranShow.com. On the regular show this past week, we had a chance to talk with a friend of the program, both here on the American Veterans Show and our normal program. Kelly Wolf is the executive director of a group called Comeback Yoga. She's been on the program before, and their big fundraiser is coming up.
9: Thank you so much for having us back. I was just telling Matt that trying to find media to support the veterans when it's not trendy is very difficult so i appreciate you hey
4: bless you i appreciate you and what you guys do with our vets 365 but i'm telling you we make no bones about it we make no apologies uh that's what we do and so uh, it's great to have you on again you guys have your fundraiser coming up and i know last year uh because of covid it was uh, if i remember right it was all online what about this year
9: yeah, so this year it's online as well. Um, the Delta variant and some restrictions within the studio, it's all online again, which is not all bad mm-hmm. because thanks to being on your show and the ability to make it accessible to everyone, we had our most successful fundraiser ever. Hey,
4: that's awesome. So give give people who yeah. may have missed you last uh, last year, tell us a little bit about Comeback <laughs> Yoga and what you guys do.
9: Sure. So Comeback Yoga is a Colorado-based nonprofit providing free trauma-informed yoga to the military community. And when we say community, we mean everyone. So veterans, active duty, their friends and family, as well as their clinicians. So pre-COVID, we were offering 58 classes in person per week throughout the state of Colorado. And post-COVID, Um, we are doing about 30 classes per week, about a 50-50 split in person and online. And in 2020, despite having 1,700 fewer classes than we had planned on because of COVID, we had 10,000 student hours, which broke a record. And this year we're on track to break that record again because the need and the demand for our services is so high.
4: That is amazing. And it's so great that, you guys in 2020 you know the the, it didn't fold it 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 obviously became so evident that um this was a very vital part of so many people's recovery or the continuation of their progress post-service and so forth and you know firsthand what it's like to have a military member in your family talk about your grandfather
9: absolutely so my grandfather uh retired a colonel in the air force but he served in World War II uh, in the South Pacific, as did my grandmother. She was a captain in the Army Nurse Corps. So they were veterans, my dad was National Guard, and I was just surrounded by the military community and I have such a soft spot for them. Uh, And so doing this work is an honor and a privilege. And I think that more people, know veterans, no members of the military community than they may think Because maybe today it's not the coolest thing to be a member of that community, but they're some of the best people out there, and they deserve accessible, free treatment, Mm -hmm. and we're trying to provide at least a tool for their toolbox.
4: Well, I'm definitely going to make sure that you give out the website and how people can get information and, and maybe kick a few bucks in. But what you guys do is so important, and we, not too many shows ago, had... Uh, our friends from VFW Post number one on. And lo and behold, yeah, yeah, they dropped dropped Comeback Yoga, how you guys work with them. So talk about that relationship.
9: Oh, gosh, VFW Post one. So they were one of the first locations where we held our classes. We've been in there since 2014, 2015. And all of our veteran teachers, so our teachers who are veterans of the military, teach at vfw post one and we have been on hiatus because they are undergoing construction and so we're just eagerly anticipating that start date but yeah they've been super supporters of ours and it goes both ways you know it's it's a mutual admiration society Mm
4: -hmm. you guys and we're talking with uh, kelly wolf with comeback yoga uh, this is the second year in a row she's been on with us on the program. And we're happy to get the word out to to folks like you listening, whether you're a civilian like me or you're, uh, you know, post um, your service or or active duty as well. I, I don't know if you have an anecdote to share, but uh, I've shared this on the program several times over the years. And one of you bring up uh, prescription medications and, you know, and I know I'm 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 greatly overstating this and, and making it very simple but you know for a lot of veterans that I know it it literally used to be and these are not these are not world war II veterans we're talking Iraq Afghanistan no. where they say they would go to and this is again simplifying it they'd go to the VA and they'd do their appointment and they'd come out with a bag of pills and then they'd see him the next time and the one veteran I'm thinking of he was on 46 four, forty six 46 different medications. And I don't know if you've heard stuff like that, but I mean, even if it's, if it's, and I don't say just, but just taking some time for you and getting with comeback yoga. I, I mean, if, if you could cut that list of drugs in half, I just don't see how that's a bad thing.
9: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I hear that story basically every day. Um, I have one green beret Uh, and he started my class four years ago and couldn't turn his head because he had fallen out of an airplane wrong. And, you know, he's been doing yoga for four years, and he can now do twists, and he can look over his shoulder, and his entire life is not pain. And he's also on zero pills now. Mm. And I'm not saying that yoga is is a solve everything for everyone, but like you said, cut it in half. You know, learn other tools to help you sleep. Learn other tools to be with yourself and and take two minutes to breathe so that maybe you don't argue with a partner or argue with your kids or argue with your boss. It's just getting that couple of tricks to downregulate and make a better choice. And, I mean, you know this as well as I do. Sometimes the choice that they make they can never take back. So if we can give them a couple tools to just help them calm down and make a better choice, then it's all worth it. Right? Mm. Because sometimes you cannot take a choice you make back. Amen. And yeah. that's, and that's where I'm not sure if you're aware of the statistic, but, um, there are reports this year that during the pandemic military related suicide went up 20% in some locations and that's isolation. That's loneliness. That's you know everything that we're trying to fight against. So, yeah, it's it's a real thing.
4: You are doing God's work. I think you are an angel. Someday we're going to meet in person, and I could not I be. Wait. Listen, I I could not be more happy to give you the airtime to to just talk with people because it is so vitally important, now the real important stuff. So if, <laughs> if people want to find out more information about you guys, if they can kick in a couple of bucks for your fundraiser coming up on October 20th, tell us all about the easiest way to uh, find you.
9: Sure. So you can go to comebackyoga.org, so comebackyoga.org, to learn all about us. You can go there and find our online calendar and our in-person calendar. Now, if you want to donate, you can go to ComebackYoga.org slash Donate 2021. And you'll get to a page and it'll do everything for you um, safely. Everything is secure. And at ComebackYoga.org, you can also, right on the homepage, it's going to show you how you can watch our fundraiser on Wednesday, October 20th. It's at 8 a.m. Denver time. And honestly, it's, it's going to revolve around community, right? So um, I encourage you to attend to learn more about Comeback Yoga. But we're going to have some really interesting speakers who might also give you insights into your mental health around the pandemic as well. So I think it's really, really going to be one of our
4: best honestly kelly wolf with comeback yoga we wish them the best of luck comebackyoga.org. don't forget at the end of the program you sailors and swabbies and salty dogs out there we celebrate and commemorate the 246th birthday of the united states navy that's coming up at the end of the program we'll be back though take a time out and our next segment coming up this is the american veteran show americanveteranshow.com
1: Now with Stephen Tubbs.
4: Welcome back to the American Veteran Show on this Sunday. As this past week, we commemorated and we've been talking about, and we will straight ahead talk about the United States Navy's 246th birthday and a couple of different items before we get into, I guess you'd say, the meat of this segment on this Sunday. Uh, it is today the final day of the Denver Navy Week. Now come on. Unless you're in the United States Navy, how many of you knew Denver, Colorado had a Navy week? Well, it kind of coincides, isn't it great timing, with the great Colorado air show up in Loveland. And just on the off chance that you are up in northern Colorado or you want to go, you still have a few hours. The regional airport program the northern colorado regional airport in loveland is hosting the final day of the great colorado air show and the navy blue angels have been here this weekend so that runs until 4 30 this afternoon so just keep that in mind and it's all sold out but as long as you don't block traffic just look up if you're near the airport and you can see at least some stuff but uh congratulations after covid having the denver navy week wrap up today And so many of the veterans here in the metro area and across Colorado, as well as people coming in from across the country, take part in the traditional Navy Week festivities. As we continue, farmers. I love farmers. I hope you do as well. And I hope you appreciate farming and ranching and what it all means to our great country well, there's some therapeutic benefits as well.
7: Here at Arcadia Farm, the philosophy is that veterans have exactly the skills that are needed to become successful farmers. And if you're wondering what farmers and veterans have in common, well, the answer is a lot. Jenny Haskamp spent 15 years as a United States Marine. Now she's a farmer with a focus on flowers.
10: These are what I want, and I want healthy uh, healthy is.
7: She learned the science and the art of farming here at Arcadia Farm in Alexandria, Virginia, on land once owned by George Washington.
10: It's exhausting, it's hot, it's buggy, and it's the most satisfying and the happiest I've ever been.
7: She began three years ago in Arcadia's part-time Veteran Farmer Reserve Program that gives veterans an opportunity to decide if farming is for them. For her, it was that, a perfect fit.
10: I think it's an incredible program for veterans transitioning from years of service into uh, the next career.
7: She now farms here full time and dreams of one day having a small farm of her own.
1: Are we selected the kale.
7: About 125 veterans have learned to farm at Arcadia, and most, including Army veteran Marcus Robertson, developed a passion for growing fruits and vegetables.
2: What are you growing here? Right in between us, we have some strawberries. To my left, we have some garlic. To my far left, we have cucumbers. We're also growing pumpkins, watermelons, tomatoes here.
7: What did you feel like that first time you put your fingers in the soil here?
2: Terrified. Terrified. I had no clue what I was doing or when to do it or how or even why, for that matter.
7: But over four years, with help from Arcadia Farms experts, he figured it out. Do you think of yourself as a farmer now?
2: Yes, yes. I'm even thinking of changing my name. <laughs> Farmer Marcus. Farmer That's Marcus. It. Pamela
7: Hess is executive director of Arcadia Farm and helped create the Veteran Farmer Program. The goal is to give veterans an opportunity to earn a living in a new but surprisingly similar Walk of life. They can work in all temperatures. They can carry very heavy loads. They are great at long term planning. They are not freaked out by crisis. Farmers and military folks have a very similar mindset when it comes to their work. Farming is a mission oriented business in the same way that a military mission is. You can't stop at five o'clock. You stop when the mission is done. We caught up with Hess at Arcadia's mobile market which sells the farm's fresh produce in several underserved neighborhoods in Washington, D.C. In neighborhoods that don't have grocery stores, that have a high use of food stamps, and low car ownership, which means that people have a really hard time getting their hands on good
6: quality, beautiful, healthy food.
7: Government nutrition benefits are accepted here in the markets. Many regular customers say it's the only place in the area with food this fresh. You, you love kale. It,
5: yes, you wash it and cut it up. And it, and it holds, like if you make your salad today and put it in the refrigerator, it's still going to be fresh the next day. There are many people in this area over here when the apartments who do not have transportation, and uh, they, they need to have fresh produce.
7: The mobile market has seen double-digit growth every year since 2012. Hess gives most of the credit to her team of veterans. Thank you. Arcadia Farm, we don't just grow food, we also grow Farmers. Farmers who, after serving the nation, have found their next mission.
10: The best part of being out here is realizing that I can succeed, that I can do things I never planned to do, and I can do more than I thought that I could still do.
2: Allow yourself to see what's possible, to see the potential, to see what you can do, Don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to fail. And know that if we're lucky, tomorrow's another day.
7: And one other thing, this program is not just for veterans. They also accept some active duty service members who are trying to get a head start on deciding if life on the farm is the life for them. Vlad? Chip, uh, that
3: last soundbite from Farmer Marcus is one that I'm going to write down.
6: don't be afraid to dream? Don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to fail. Well, I'm afraid of that.
4: But I do like (laughs) that. But you never do. You never do. Chip looks like he's about ready to start. (laughs) I know. Chip, thank you very much. That was wonderful.
7: Chip, you look good out there with that greenery. Farmer Chip. Yeah, you look good. Yeah, I might have found my next career. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Chip Reed, for us, as always, we thank you, Chip.
4: Appreciate it. CBS News reporter Chip Reed. We'll end the segment on a positive note, but did you hear late last week, Russia's defense ministry says a Russian warship prevented a U.S. Navy destroyer from what it described as an attempt to intrude into Russian territorial waters in the Sea of Japan. It came out late last week. Now, we have yet to, as of record time, receive any response from the Pentagon, but the Ministry of Defense in Russia says, well, the U.S. destroyer was in an area it should not have been. So we'll continue to follow that. If any developments, we'll certainly have that for you. And finally, we mentioned the great Colorado air show that doesn't wrap up until 4.30 this afternoon. This next gentleman won't be there, but boy, his spirit will.
6: Some of America's most seasoned veterans are getting a chance to relive their youth thanks to some patriotic volunteers. And CBS's Nicole Killian has their story.
5: Is anybody got a bottle of champagne? <laughs> At 98, Lorne well, Hellickson has a lot to celebrate.
7: Oh, number seven, that's my lucky number. Sitting the
5: World down. War yes, II sir. veteran is climbing aboard this restored 1940s plate, right? Stearman biplane for his first dream flight. What made you want to do this? To encourage others. The non-profit made up of volunteer pilots has launched Operation September Freedom. After suspending trips during the pandemic, they want to take to the skies with 1,000 World War II vets by the end of next month. Do you see this as a race against time? We absolutely do. Um, we, we see that we have a small window here to be able to say thank you. I'm 98. I have difficulty finding any other veterans that are that age. How does that make you feel? Old. But not too old for this retired Navy corpsman who survived battle in the South Pacific to take a victory lap. Is it everything you imagined? (laughs) And more. What a wonderful trip. Signing off. How do you spell John Hancock? On a mission accomplished. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Fort Meade, Maryland.
4: I'll tell you what, the one thing that's, well, among the millions of things that are great about our World War II veterans, their candor. How does that make you feel? Old. He's earned the right to just feel any way he wants. We will wrap up the program this Sunday with uh, another commemoration of the United States Navy birthday. Stay with us. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. showcom Here's Stephen Tubbs. Welcome back to our final segment this week on the American Veteran Show. Thanks, as always, for your time. And do us a favor, if you are on Twitter or Facebook, follow us, the American Veteran Show, both on Facebook and Twitter. Easy to follow, and we try to update. And let's just say we are always looking to increase our numbers. So, without further delay, it's been teased Happy birthday to the United States Navy this past week, turning 246 years young. And uh, with a special theme this year, here is the Secretary of the Navy, Carlos del Toro. Everywhere
3: I go as your secretary, I'm inspired by the professionalism and the drive of every United States sailor that I meet. Each of you makes enormous sacrifices and achieves amazing things on the surface, in the sky, and beneath the waves. I have loved the Navy from the moment I took the oath of office at the United States Naval Academy. That is a love that has continued throughout my entire service from the waiting days of the Cold War to my time as an executive officer in the Pacific to my command of USS Bokley after September 11th. At every command, I had the privilege of working with some of the finest chiefs, officers, and enlisted sailors in the world. They came from different parts of the country and different parts of the world. Men and women of every religion, orientation, and background, joined by a common love of country and a determination to give back. My wife, Betty, and I know that Naval Service places extreme demands on both sailors and their families. We thank each of you and your families for all that you do. You have my personal commitment as Secretary that I will do everything I can to make sure you have the right equipment, platforms, and training that you need to get the job done and return home safely. On this 246th birthday of the United States Navy, think about the chain we all help forge through our service every day. It is a chain that extends back to the sailing ships of the revolution, to the ever evolving capabilities of today's fleet. Our Navy has always been America's global guardian and always will be. Each of you writes the next chapter of our story through excellence, commitment, and diverse perspectives that you bring to the naval service let our history serve as your motivation and let the examples of the past bring a sense of urgency to our mission today whether you're wearing the uniform or serving as a civilian be worthy of the legacy of all who served and sacrificed before us the future of our navy and our nation is in your hands thank you for your service and may god bless you and your families As we begin our 247th year, happy birthday, shipmates.
4: And we also send out our happy birthday greetings and thanks to all of our veterans. But, of course, as we commemorate the 246th birthday of the United States Navy to all of you who have served in that military branch. He is the Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Michael Gilday. Shipmates,
8: CNO Gilday here with my wife, Linda to celebrate our Navy's 246th birthday.
6: The theme of this year's birthday celebration is resilient and ready, which speaks to the service, dedication, and strength of both our sailors and their families.
8: America's need for a strong Navy is rooted in our past and has never been more important. Providing a safe, secure, and a stable maritime system is an essential part of what our Navy does each and every day. We are not simply the keeper of the seas, but we are the keeper of our global way of life as well. We are the primary guarantors of peace, prosperity, and maintain the open flow of goods on the oceans.
6: Through every deployment and PCS move, spouses often endure separations, as well as shoulder the day-to-day responsibilities of managing and running a household along with their own careers.
8: So true, Linda. And while our ships and our submarines are made of steel, our sailors and their families are the lifeblood of our force and at the heart of our birthday celebration.
6: So today, for the seen and unseen responsibilities you each carry and for the daily sacrifices you all make, thank you.
8: Happy 246th birthday, shipmates. See you in the fleet.
4: The CNO, as he self-described himself, the Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral Michael Gilday there. Think about the fact that he walks in the footsteps of the likes of Ernest King, Chester Nimitz, John Richardson. As we uh, continue, as we wrap up the program today, saying thank you to our sailors, men and women, throughout the decades and, in fact, the centuries.
10: For 246 years, our sailors have stood the watch from the seabed...
4: To outer
2: space
10: our sailors operate in every environment imaginable to provide security and stability for the United States while safeguarding our interests abroad as America's away team the demands of today's challenging operational environments requires a tremendous level of commitment to our shipmates and to our nation in order to serve as a shield of our Republic Over the past year we've met the challenges of training and arduous deployments of unprecedented length while managing maintenance requirements and our equipment and simultaneously recruiting training and educating our release to continue the defense of our nation that is no easy feat to do so while still navigating through a worldwide pandemic is almost too difficult to fathom and yet you made it look effortless we should be proud of who we are the next generation of the long blue line Resilient and ready to step forward when called upon to conduct sustained combat operations at sea. When we take a hit, we don't just rise, we hit back harder. We look to heroes such as Mess Attendant 3rd Class Doris Miller and Master in Arms 2nd Class Yasa Coburn, unshaken and undeterred in the face of adversity, honoring their legacy with our own actions. No better ally, no worse enemy. Happy birthday, Navy. Hoo ya!
4: Happy birthday, Navy. And we may come from Colorado or Colorado-based, but we end the program headed to Northern California and the Sacramento area.
9: Well, ribbon-cutting today celebrated the opening of the next phase of Sacramento's region's first permanent supportive housing for veterans. That's
1: right. ABC 10's Monica Coleman got a tour of Mather Veterans Village in Rancho Cordova and talked with veterans who have seen success from the housing development.
0: You can go around the world and make democracy happen for other people in other places and then you come back here and you're on the side of the road homeless.
11: Michael Harris served in the U.S. Army Reserve for a decade and found himself homeless in Sacramento after a tragic car accident.
0: Life-changing experience to just be so humbled to have to ask for help uh, when you're vulnerable, broke and there was a place and Nation Finance provided that place.
11: Harris moved to Mather Veterans Village right before the state shut down due to the pandemic. The 100 permanent housing community is made for veterans like him who are unhoused or disabled, giving them a place to receive help and resources.
0: Like counseling services. um, How do you deal with grief? How do you deal with, uh, you know, it's post-traumatic stress. Overlaid with racism, overlaid with just being homeless. Sanford
11: Robertson with Nation's Finest, an organization that provides services for veterans, gave us a tour of the facility. Along with its permanent housing, Mather Veterans Village also has 47 units of transitional housing.
7: Outside my front door, they just built a little juggle gym for a few little kids that are here. And it's nice to be able to see something other than what goes on in my head these days.
11: William Heinecke served in the U.S. Army from 1985 to 1989 and moved to the village in February. He says being around other veterans has helped him in his recovery from alcoholism. Where do you think he would be if he didn't have this option? Dead. Heinecke says he has been able to receive everything he needs at the facility and finds peace in knowing he has now found his forever home.
4: We wish them the best of luck. That wraps up the edition today of the American Veteran Show. One week from today, an extremely special look back at the Cuban Missile Crisis 59 years to the month later. That's a brand new episode coming up in just one week. Again, AmericanVeteranShow.com for all of our past episodes. For producer Matt Steinkruger, I'm Stefan Tubbs. Have a great week ahead, and remember our troops.
1: The American Veterans Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteranShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veterans Show.
7: For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver.